what is going on everybody we are back with real fans fc episode two we lost a guest host but he'll be back next week um but it's just me and adam rolling in the uh uh the red carpet i don't know what i'm saying (laughs) but whatever let's roll it um yeah so adam how's the week a lot of good soccer that just happened it's been a bit it was a busy week honestly a lot of games a lot of shit happening oh yeah a lot of games i mean we it was a lot and it felt like even more catching up because we were both out of town for a couple days we were in tampa for the saint pete grand prix so we had you know obviously we're missing a lot of games there um so you know catching up uh definitely seemed like a lot but with so many games midweek all the leagues going on uh, i mean there's just so much to talk about yeah and great thing too is that we have apple tv so let's talk a little bit about it um quick update on apple tv now that week two how do you feel about apple tv at least uh, i don't know which um broadcast you got to see but maybe even referring to like obviously i know you watch the miami one we always watch mm-hmm. that one but did you see any updates that you thought looked better Things are rolling smoother, do you think? I think so. I think they uh, cleaned things up a little bit. Um, I don't. I, I noticed there was not nearly as many glitches. Things are popping up. And uh, I'm going to take credit for complaining about no highlights last <laughs> week because now we got highlights uh, all over On the place. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is yeah, they're back and better than ever. So I got to give them credit. They, they woke up. They realized, hey, wait a second. Got to do that, too. So we got some good content on YouTube, you know, the instant replay shows, all the highlights, the goals of the week and all that shit. It's great. So I love that. Glad that's back. Needed to be there. You can't shy away from YouTube. Um, Yeah. You know, I was watching other, you know, the quality is definitely better. There's not as many audio glitches. I still felt a little oversaturated. Yeah. It's still a little oversaturated. Um, but I'm starting to hear people say that it might have to do with our stadium, which I feel like you could, if you're good at video and, and, and stuff, you could figure it out. I don't, I don't buy the stadium excuse, you're but you're not a professional. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not me, <laughs> but, but I think it's something no. that, that could be easily taken care of. And, 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 you know, so that, that's still a negative when you have our nice I, bright pink, it, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, I, I, I really think that's what it is because I did think it looked slightly better. I still felt like the color was off sometimes. I had to mess with my TV, just like mess with the picture settings just to like make it feel like it's not just so like so much contrast and like like you said, oversaturation. So I was able to like clean it up to make it look a little better. But like, I don't know if it has to do with like, yeah, all that light pink or I don't know. I, it just feels like everything's just so bright like on our thing and just so much like um what is it? what what is the uh can't think of the it's just it's just the the it's almost um i i know what you're trying to say it's almost like i don't uh, i'm drawing a comp- i know what it is it's almost I'm like comp- the colors are it's like it's like the my light behind me you know it's like it's like in your overexposed. face overexposed oh, yeah so i was the too much exposure that's you, know, you can't see the color even though it's on 20 percent <laughs> the rest of the games look perfectly fine. Honestly, we actually yeah. was able to get our local home team radio, which is great. Didn't have the Spanish broadcast, which I thought was weird this time. There was like no Spanish broadcast at all for the games, um, which I usually just like to try to watch those um, post uh, games. Yeah, I, know I, a lot of I haven't, I haven't really been feeling the the national broadcasters so far outside of Taylor Twelman. Um, 
but they did do the Spanish MLS review show, which is cool. I got to, I watched both of them. Kind of it's kind of cool because it's like two different shows, with two different like analysis. So I watched the English one and then the Spanish one, and then it looks like yeah, they're starting to do the instant replay show on Apple. Obviously, I think they're slowly going to work their way towards you know having like this full network of like content rolling out every day while also putting it on YouTube, which um, yeah, and then the teams doing the clubroom stuff. But speaking of Miami, let's actually talk about the game itself. Um, so I see in the docket right here that you said, is Miami the real deal? Well, do you think that? Well, considering my prediction last week was that I didn't think that Miami were ready to take on a challenge like Philadelphia, even though it was at home and they actually looked really good. And, and, you know, could some of that be Philadelphia is not as good as we thought? Maybe, but I think we looked really good. We actually scored two great goals for for once. You know, it seems like those aren't so easy to come by for us with Iguain gone. Uh, we looked good, so you have to say we are. We you have to say we are at least for top playoff contenders. I mean, you can, if this team doesn't make the playoffs or at least is in the top half of the playoff seed, getting a home game, then you have to say it's a failure of a season the way they're 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 set up. No, yeah, and especially with a nine-team playoff, like on each conference, like if you don't make the playoffs, that's just sad. Like, you, there's no excuse to not make the playoffs. To me, the goal is getting that home field advantage. If you can't get the home field advantage, I don't know if it's necessarily a failure, but it's kind of like a it's a lateral move. Like, it didn't feel like you really got any better, even though you kind of went on this crazy run at the end of last season to kind of even things out. Um, but I do think overall the team is better. They did have three players, well, I guess not players, but you had Phil Neville, Gene Mota, and um, and Rodolfo Pizarro on the MLS Team of the Week. Um, so now that's five players in two weeks that made the MLS Team of the Week, which is uh, pretty, well, four players, and then our, our coach, Phil Neville, making MLS Team of the Week, which is really good, man. Um, I really, like, you know, I was always on the Neville train of, like, look, give him time. And I know, like, in the soccer and, like, football world, like, people I feel like are always so quick to want to, like, sack a coach or sack a manager or, like, fire. Like, I don't understand. Like, people want to get rid of people within a year. It's crazy the turnover for managers in, like, in soccer compared to, like, other sports that I watch. And I'm like, man, just give him time. Like, he's he was going through sanctions. He had a team that he didn't really have. Not had one DP. You still don't really have like a set three DPs that you want outside of uh, Campana, which arguably I'm not sure if he really is a, worth a DP spot or not. I guess we'll see as time will go on this season. But I thought the team as a whole played well. I think they're they're clearly still missing that play, that playmaker and that like chance creator, and to be able to score with their nine. Joseph Martinez obviously still, obviously still hasn't scored. Campana's still out. Yeah. I think a part of it has to do with Mart- not having that guy who can like create chances. But then I also think a part of it is Joseph Martinez. He still looks slow out there, man. Like I could tell by like the 40th minute, I just felt like he was just, he was slowing down big time. He's not making those runs like he used to. I feel like he he's kind of playing a lot to his back to the goal. I felt like after rewatching that game, and he's not just making those diagonal runs in to like break the defensive line. Um, so 
if he can get up to full fitness, which I don't know, I mean, he's probably going to need a couple more weeks, honestly, to get to that level if he ever does, because the injury, I guess, seems to be really bad for him and just is not affecting affecting him in a really bad way. He really needs to like get in shape because I don't know how long Inter Miami can hold on by having a lot of our role players score. Even though they're great goals, I still we still haven't seen a goal be made in the run of play, and it was a, based off of a, a clear chance that was created. All our goals have been either semi fluky or like outside the box. Not to take anything away from those shots this past game; those are beautiful. Both of them were beautiful goals, but I still want to see us be able to make clear chances and clear goals that are easily obtainable. Like because you can't. Yeah, win definitely MLS agree. while trying to do these immaculate goals like that. You can only do that for so long. Yeah, I agree. You're, you're definitely right. It's definitely a good sign um, that we're able to, you know, hold off defensively against Philadelphia and just just get those goals, you know, just you. However, they come. That's that's what it's all about. And I totally agree. We're gonna need Joseph Martinez to step up. Some of it could be adjusting. Some of it could be, you know, new season, new team. Uh, needs to get back into the groove of things. Hopefully, this doesn't last too long. But I think uh, overall, Miami are looking really strong, and uh, we just got to keep it up and keep the players healthy and get some of play some of our other players healthy, like Campana. Yeah, and Campana when he comes back. He- the team might be a lot better. Like, I mean, Joseph might be playing a lot better with him there. Maybe he needs that second guy to kind of pull players off of him. But I don't know. I guess we'll see when Campana gets back, which um, according to reports, he's still like training on his own. He's not like fully uh, fit yet to train with the team. So he yeah, probably, I think it'll, be, I think it'll be another, at least another two weeks. Um, when I heard, uh, Originally, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I originally heard six weeks uh, when it happened, which was the first week of the season. So, yeah, I don't know if it'd be that long. I mean, maybe I'm not sure, but that's what you know. That's I, I what think I, I think I for sure two weeks. I, I don't see him coming with yeah, under two weeks. He's going to miss the next two games. Understand? I thought, man, Gene Mota, I thought played really well. Like. I felt like that was one of the best games he's ever played in Inter Miami jersey. I thought he really took control of that midfield. Um, and also Drake, which I thought was a little bit of a snub for MLS team of the week, at mm. least on the bench. Um, but man, that guy is a stop, a shot blocking machine. He is playing so well in between the sticks. He still struggles on that distribution. He still kind of makes very shaky passes out in the goal. I I don't know. I feel like we've been talking about that for a year. Like his, his shot blocking so good, but like, he can't yeah, distribute very well. Yeah, and that, and you know what? That's that's a good problem to have. You feel like your shot stopping and your and your goalkeeping prowess and your technique and his instinct at his age is already very good. It'll only get better, and it all and he really will just become an elite shot stopper. Maybe and he was able to save his ass too entire, a couple of those times. You know, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So uh, distribution is a problem. It's a good problem to have because it's something you can work on. You can get better with you need to do some work on your feet, um, do some distribution training and passing training and all these drills. There's ways to mm-hmm. uh, get that into you, especially when you're young and you've already got shot stopping down. 
you just gotta you just gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep playing, repetition, playing with this team, uh, not getting discouraged, understanding when you make a mistake, and just and just keep on plugging it through. Keep your head on your shoulders. Just make sure you don't lose concentration, and then and then you you'll get there. I don't see issues. Dude. He he scares me though when he's getting pressed. He scares the shit out of me. Like every time he scares yeah, me so much. It's but man, he's got back to back, back to back clean sheets, uh, ten saves. The man, he's playing out of his mind. I mean, if he keeps it up, he he could be MLS keeper of the year. Last year he was a nominee and a candidate for keeper of the year. I mean, right now he's playing like the best keeper in the league just in two weeks. It's two weeks, so we'll see in a 34 game. Oh, yeah. Long season. season. We'll see what happens. But, um, at, but I mean, but com- things are looking if we good. Go base, if we go base off last year, I mean, he's he, he still hasn't slowed down in the shot blocking. Yeah, that's I agree. Sure. I mean, and I f- like playing those angles, and that's something I feel like, yeah, you can teach it, but I think some people are just gifted at like having that reaction time that some people just don't. Yeah. And shit, I mean, if he could keep it up, he might he might be our first probably like big transfer out of the team. Yeah, you could totally see him going to like some to sort me, of uh, English club to pay him yeah. some money. Lower league, Premier League, maybe not right now, but soon. Soon if, if he, he keeps can it get up. Distri- yeah, if he can he get his distribution. Get better, he needs to get better on his feet, which, like I said, the more you play, the more it's going to happen because the system you know demand some of that it just does yeah because so that'll be exciting i mean to, it, we're, to we're, look, we're still lacking that. that big transfer we still need it we still need yeah. to make one and yeah. i to me i have the top two on my list of who's going to probably get sent over if they get more playing time and continue to get better is bryce duke and drake calendar to me like those are the guys i feel like can like really if they keep on the track that they're doing, which I think Bryce Duke played a good game coming off the bench. I think those guys could potentially be some, like make some money for the club. Yeah, definitely. They're the kinds of, you know, and we see it happening in the MLS now uh, with players going overseas. So you'd, you'd have to think that uh, Robbie Robinson definitely wasn't it. (laughs) Definitely not. Definitely not. (laughs) Like uh, it was going to be. So I want to, I want to, change gears a little bit we're going to keep it in the mls but um i also saw that people are talking about not just miami but st louis so i want to hit some of the other headlines for mls this week before we go into our predictions what do you think about st louis are they worthy of being in the conversation with miami or are people just excited um i think people are just excited i don't think st louis they're not bad they they are still very um susceptible to the to the attack their defense is pretty shaky they've allowed what four goals already in two games like something like that yeah yeah but they're they're putting up points but i will say i mean just like in the first game against austin they got kind of handed a gift same thing happened in charlotte the defender makes a complete utter mistake he passes it straight back to the keeper doesn't realize klaus is there He's yeah, able to so chip it right over the keeper. Horrible, horrible but, error. So you yeah. can argue, and Charlotte's not a good team either. So that's that's what I think would be. I mean, you can say, oh, you know, their first game, good job, that was a good win, even if you if you kind of got lucky. But now, you know, winning, you know, at Charlotte, they have good support. It's a good away win, or no, not at Charlotte, at home. No, you're at. They were at home, St. Louis. Yeah. They were Did at St. Louis. Tifo? Even better. Wow. 
Yes, that's right. I completely forgot. So that's easy. So that's good for them. They're at home. Charlotte's not that good. They do have a decent squad, but I just don't think they're there yet. They're still a new team, so it's the two newest going up against each other. I think St. Louis are definitely on the right track. They have a they have a perfect start. Uh, this is they can definitely qualify for the playoffs. But are they the best team in in that uh, conference? No, definitely not. And I don't think they're even top three. I don't think their defense no. is good enough, just like you said. No, it takes time to mesh too. Like, I mean, there, there's, there's no like, um, history with these players. Like, everybody's new. Everybody's like trying to figure this out. I wouldn't be surprised to. See, I mean, look at Austin. Austin, their expansion year, they were the worst team in the league, and then last year they get second in the Western Conference. They bring in a, a stud in Jerusi, added a couple more pieces, and then also had that foundation that was built in that first year to then like make a real push for the cup. I'm not saying St. Louis can make a push for the cup, but I do see a lot of similarities in between the two teams in their expansion year. I think St. Louis might perform better and maybe they can even push for a playoff like, or that playing playing garbage that they're doing now. Um, yeah. Like, but I mean, they, the thing is when you, when you believe you can do it, man, like, that, that that takes you a long way, and I feel like those they definitely have it. They, and they have the support, their fans. You know, with that with that kind of support, anything's possible. I said that from the beginning, and I know and Tyler. Team, did you see? He was here. He would say the same thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was incredible. Everything about it, the TFO, the uh, the support. I I think I told you this uh, in up in Tampa this weekend when I was watching the highlights. I felt like I was watching. Like if you didn't, if you muted everything and you blocked out the teams and and blocked out all the the jerseys and I couldn't see it, it was just colors and people. Then I would yeah. think I'm watching a European game right now, some you know, English Championship or you know, top league of Netherlands or something like that. You know, just some big European team and their nice stadium, just going crazy and behind their boys. That's what we need. That's what America needs, and uh, that's a good look and for the so- sport. Then it's so crazy to think like all these teams, their own stadiums, you know, their own like brand new facilities and just being able to sell out crowds like every every new expansion team that has came in is just like absolutely killed it. Like, yeah, not building the stadium helps, too, because some teams can handle it. Some teams (laughs) can handle it. Charlotte's been handling it. Charlotte has NFL stadium they're filling it up but these other teams yeah. like St. Louis building these nice stadiums in the city Austin. you know that that are you know, Austin especially that really remind you of a, of a stadium that you can find in Europe they're not massive fitting 80,000 people that you have to struggle to get into the stadium you have 15 to 30,000 in some cases depending on the team of of very passionate fans who are who are packed in together and chanting and 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 that's a great look for the mls so oh, that's yeah, because that's, so we need so we need that in um in, in st louis that's definitely going to help them and i'd rather see a twenty thousand seats i'd rather see a twenty thousand seat stadium packed to the house chanting stomping than a sixty thousand seat stadium that maybe has also the same amount twenty thousand but it just it looks so much more empty. It, yeah, the, like the sound the, doesn't the sound the acoustics doesn't like hit the same. An example of a team with a big stadium that doesn't work is New England. 
Oh, they, yeah. they, they, but they are trying to get a stadium built to be fair. Supposedly um, but, they're yeah. trying to things have fell through the one thing um, real quick on that. Say like Charlotte, they're killing it right now, but I'm afraid they're going to lose like the hype if they don't get better soon. Like they're looking bad. They're not looking good. And to see a team getting so much support, if, like you got to take advantage of that. Like from the jump, I get their expansion team. It's a hard league. Like it, there's so much parity, and they have but, decent like, come players. On. You, you got to give these guys, that bad, but yes, they do need to get. They just they just don't have all the pieces yet. Because I not, feel like if you like don't, you, they're not a co- cohesive team with playing with an identity. They're just kind of going out there and hoping to score more goals on the other team. Because the thing is, if you don't strike while the iron's hot, like it could. It could have long-term effects, I feel like. Like, if St. Louis keeps on going on the run they're doing, that team will forever be a powerhouse. Like, it's just going to, like, in, in terms of support. But I'm afraid, like, for, like, St. For Charlotte, where it's like, man, if you continue to suck for, like, the next, like, two years, or your first four years are just bad, like, enter Miami, like, that might affect the fan base. I don't know if they'll come back. I don't know. Like, I feel like, you, like, if you have a new team coming in and they come in just absolutely hot, taking the league by storm, like, that like that stays with you, just like with Atlanta. Now Atlanta fits like forty to sixty thousand people every day, every game. So yeah. it's pretty good. But I do actually want to talk about New England. New England was like one of my biggest takeaways this past week. Last week I did say that that New England versus Houston game was a poo poo bowl. Turns out it wasn't. New England might be a legitimate like team in the East, like. They are really good. I did I did some research on them. Um, man, they have a lot of really good talent. I watched the highlights and um, a little bit of the game as well for that Houston game. Carlos Hill, the dude is a tactician. He can still just like make plays happen. I don't know if you saw the goals or watched. I, I actually, that was actually one of the games that I did watch a lot of the highlights and and a decent chunk of the yeah. game. That, um, that so, so I wanted to, to say back. that Houston oh, was man. just bad, and maybe some of it is that Houston is bad. I'm sure some of it is, you, you know. But New England, oh yeah, they're not great. Definitely are better than anybody thought. You'd have to argue they're 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 contenders for playoff. Maybe not a home playoff game but if they keep playing like this against anybody then they could they could do it so i think they're going to be a lot better than we thought i completely agree with you uh they when you play a team like houston if you if if, if people are calling it the poo poo bowl and you want to say hey we're not we're even though we're not a good team we're above that level they proved it and that's how you need to perform against a team like that even if it is and at Br- home bruce arena continues to like like I'm still around. Like I'm still like one of the greatest American coaches to ever live. And the what he's getting out of that, I mean, you have a young core that is playing really well. Carlos Hill is obviously like the captain of that team. He is the yes. veteran. He's holding it together. And man, the way he's been able to open up the fields, like this Pat that that Houston game they played with two strikers up top, and the weanbacks were just able to engage in uh, Jones and Brandon By. Like those guys were just able to spread out the field. And then they have this young Colombian named, what was his name? I have him right here. Borrero. Yeah. He's 21 years old, striker slash winger, like kind of a hybrid. Dude, I was watching him play. And I even went back and watched the week one because I didn't get to see too much of that. 
man, that guy is going to be the next star in this league. Like, yeah. I have no doubt. Like, if you watch that, the the way he plays with the ball at his feet is just so good. He has so much speed. He honestly reminds me of, like, that similar style of, like, an Mbappe. Like, the guy is really good. And I was, like, that's really high, impressed. That's high praise. Like, not so much he's going to be the next Mbappe, but just like that style, like this, like that. that but even though that is, that is, that is, even if you're not the, the next Mbappe, if you're a good player and you have that style, that's a lethal style in the modern game. Yeah, he, he was just, he was really good. So like, I, I'm pretty high on New England. And then apparently New England also, um, the goalie, uh, Petrovic, Serbian goalie. He's already apparently getting looks at over in Europe and potentially be on the move like this summer. I didn't really keep up with too much with New England's um, season at the end of last year after Matt Turner left and they got kind of knocked out of the Champions League. But apparently they just have like talent just waiting in the winds, ready to go, just like FC Dallas or like a Philly Union. And he came in and apparently he's been balling out. If you guys are New England fans, let, leave comments down below if you – if uh you, you you guys think he, he really has the opportunity to go over there, but apparently he's been playing really well and, and getting looks already. So that New England team is is looking really good. Like um Yeah, they're making money he, off, if off if they can be able to kind of like, use product, that's that's what you need when you're a team because they made a lot here. of money. They made a yeah, lot of money you selling. Gotta, you they sold uh Taijan Buchanan. You yep. sold um the Polish guy. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, uh, the striker. Oh my gosh. I'm drawing a complete B- blank. Buxa. Buxa. Yeah. Um, Gustavo Bo, I don't believe is there anymore, but, and then you sold Matt Turner. You made good money. They made good money and they didn't really spend it either. They just kept on yeah. investing into like young talent and it's, it's working really well. Like um, Bruce Arena's running a really good, uh, foundation over there of just like this flow of talent, and if he can keep on bringing money in for the team, like that's that's huge. And I think, like you said, having that leader of, of Hill in the middle, and he he on it like Hill and like Pozuelo were like to me like you could have you could have like swapped their jerseys and you would never know. Like they play very similar. Yeah, they're very. I yeah, would say I would Spanish. say Hill probably gets Spanish back Cam. Yeah, that ticky tack, like yeah. very just like being able to see the see see the pe- the the through balls through and just like it, they play very very similar. I think I think Hill's more willing to get back a little bit more than Pozuelo ever did, but like the vision that those guys have, like they they look the same. Like I was watching, I'm like, fuck, is that Pozuelo? <laughs> like the fact that he was able to get that wing back on that second goal, like that to see that is insane, pretty wild. But did you have a big takeaway? Um, Outside or was it St. Louis? Um, let me. Well, I you know I definitely I just so happened to watch the New England game, so I you know, obviously I agree with you on that one. Um, what I want to so we before we move on to the predictions, what I want to ask is we saw L.A. both L.A. teams for the first time. Uh, we didn't get to talk about them last week. Yeah. So, is there anything of note? Uh, is LAFC still the top dog? What do you think about uh, their first performances? Um, LAFC. Uh, did you see Gareth Bale came out for the ring ceremony? I did see that. Yeah. Um, 
I will say, like, I know course, some people. I, I booed it. But <laughs> I know some people me. are trash. Like, you know, you know, how everybody just kind of like hates on like anything that we do that's uniquely American. But like, honestly, I think the ring shit is dope. I rather have a ring than a medal, to be honest with you. And that that ring is tight. Did you see it? Like yeah. the black diamonds, the year had the MLS they, Cup they in it. Do and it very the nice. shield. Yeah, they do it very it was, nice. It was clean. And I'm like, honestly, man, like I get the history and the medals. Like that's always been like a very historic thing going dating back to the Olympics. But like a ring is pretty fucking tough. I mean, you can just like wear because you can you can't just wear a medal. You can pop on a ring and like you're yeah, I could see that. I, I, I guess I understand, but I don't know. I guess as someone who uh, I've always felt like, um, you know, as an American, I'm so used to the rings that it's just the thing that we don't have is always cool. So that's why I've always thought the medals are cool because it's like, oh, we don't do that. That's cool. So it's, it's that's just how I feel. But you're right. Yeah. The, the rings are I th- are dope. You I, can't I, hate on them. Um, I think it's the flexing. Like, you, like you see Shaq, he pulls up at like NBA tonight, and he just got his fucking ring on. Like, it's just like that that subtle. Like, it's just yeah, clean. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, congratulations to them. They they deserve it. They got their ring, and they yeah. uh, they they won a game. The scoreline made it seem a little closer than it was. No. At one yeah. Point, it was a three nothing lead. Yes, they brought it back to three two. I don't think Portland are a terrible team. They're never really a terrible team. Um. So no, LA let him get back. One. They they let him get back, but I still think Kalini, they're a good team. Kalini got his first goal. Kalini getting a goal. Uh, you know what? It uh, it probably should have been called offside. That goal. Yeah, I don't know if so you saw I those angles. To, I didn't get to see the angles, but I heard everybody talking about it. I didn't that get to goal, see the angles. Yes, though. that goal. I mean, let's I be honest. The highlight they, angle. They deserve. They, they deserve the three nothing. Meaning. They deserved the three the to be up three nothing at the time, and yes, they let Portland get up to three two. But yes, you can argue that, that goal probably uh, shouldn't have counted. I, it, it seemed offside from the angles, so I'm surprised they gave it. But uh, let's quickly talk about you know another LA team not having a great opening week, losing three one at Dallas. What did you make of that hey. game? Did you see any of it? Um, I got to see after the fact. I didn't see a lot. It's so hard to watch games because they all so many of them happen yeah, at once. We at least try and yeah, that that was definitely it, a, it's it's we so didn't mention that early at the top of the show with Apple TV, but that was definitely one of those things where I would like to saying, see it spread out. Yeah, if they're gonna do simulcast, like if they're gonna have all the games together, at least let us have like a way to do two at a time, like multi-screen, which apparently there isn't yet. So that if, I can if understand. They can just but yes. do if they can do kind of like like the Prem or La Liga and like um, the NFL and stuff, like kind of separate it a little bit more. Like, you know, yeah. like do like have a four o'clock lineup, a seven thirty lineup, and then your 10 o'clock lineup. Like I get, maybe they don't want to do MLS 360 all day long, but like I just, it's, it's so much harder to kind of watch this stuff. And I'm, I'm down for Saturday night and Monday night soccer. Like I, they had it for the first week because of the, the weather delays. Yeah. I'm all de- they they I think they really should do like like a national not like a it's not next they're all technically nationally televised but you know what I mean like a uh, a spotlight like headline game like Saturday night like you know the big matchups have its own window you know what I mean I think yeah. they should do that and it's really successful in like every other sport imagine every other league imagine that you do like your standalone day where it's like all right this matchup is going to be the only one going on 
to get the most eyeballs on it as possible. Yeah, and like, like a prime, after, prime after, after, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and after that, after that week one, everybody kind of was on the same page. It's like, yeah, I love the Saturday and the Sunday. I mean, the Sunday night and the Monday night on top of like your main day being the Saturdays. Like having those standalone games is nice. And you can and it, it lets you be able to watch more. But anyways, yeah, back I to agree. the topic. Yeah. Um, Ricky, Ricky Pooch, Ricky Pooch did come in before that game talk, and we were talking about him last week with him and like Diago Mata, who would be like the highest sold. Ricky Pooch not, came in and saying he he wants to be an MVP this year, and that he and, thinks and that it's going to be tough he with can. the LA team. It's going to be tough with that LA team. They definitely look very shaky at the back. Uh, he was good. He's not their problem. Um, yes, they were. They Golasso for one point. He, yeah, he almost hit yeah. one from deep. But I mean, I think all everybody's got to be talking about that front three of Dallas. I mean, what a game Ariola, Jesus Ferreira, and uh, Velasco had. They all of them had a great game. Um, Ariola with Ferreira's two assists, bad. Ferreira with two goals, uh, Velasco with a goal, and Ferreira and Velasco. Ferreira, I believe, is 22. Velasco is 20. So that they're very young. You got Ariola in his prime, arguably. You know, if you if you you know if you think that he's a good player for for uh, the U.S. He's a good MLS team, player. Then, he's a good MLS yeah, player, think, not a yeah, U.S. national team player. Yeah. So it's it's uh, yeah, that's so I don't know. Some people think he's good and they like him. Some people don't think he should be on the team. But he plays good in the MLS, and that was quite a game from that front three. You think that's how Dallas play, or you think they just had a special game against LA? No, Dallas is good. I think Dallas is a dark horse contender for the cup. Dallas is yes. really good. They played third That's in the Western Conference fair. last year. Very They're fair. Really good. Hey, Jesus Ferreira is I, so I mean, he's good. already up, already has two he, goals. He, he's already up. He's I mean, someone he who might can not get even be transferred here. out. Yeah, he's someone who we can talk about can get transferred out the door. Um, That's the thing. That, he yeah, that not, was. He might not even be here. I mean, he scored 18 goals last year at 21 years old. And him switching from the number 10 position to a, a center forward as well. And now he already has two goals in the season. Like, shit, if he keeps it up, like, and you know, Dallas is really quick to sell guys. I mean, Dallas is a, a machine when it comes to uh, <laughs> the transfer market. Like, yeah. you have him on a DP contract, but it's like, man, it gets to a point where it's like, man, this guy, you got to sell him while he's hot. And I think as like, also like a fan of the U.S. men's national team, I think he needs to go off and develop more because obviously you saw him in the World Cup and World Cup qualifying. He didn't play too well. I think he still needs reps against quality competition, more consistent, more higher quality competition, I should say. Um, but yeah, Dallas is really good. Um, LA was still out with Chicharito. Chicharito is hurt. Um, and when he plays, man, Chicharito is a goal scoring machine. He kind of yeah, he carries down he, last he, season. He did slow down, but when he's when he's on it, he carries the team. So they're going to need and him to get back because him I don't that think that they're stacked enough this year to play without him. Yeah, like we said, if uh, Puig wants to get that MVP, he's going to need uh, to be feeding Cheech up up top. Yeah. It's not going to work otherwise. It's just not. Gotta, and, I, and anybody who thinks that it will is just it has their head up their ass. I'm sorry, but it's just not going to happen. No, and he's got a really good like connection with uh ricky pooch like he like yes. them two like really linked up well last year i i just don't i i can see la not making the playoff i because i don't think ricky pooch i know his goal is to be mvp but i don't think it's going to have anything to do with him more so than like just not having the support around him because like like you said the team is not very deep 
now with their sanctions, like they're going to have no summer transfer windows, which we know in the MLS is huge having summer transfer yeah. windows. That's and a big one. They, they can't do that. So yeah, I don't so know. Now man. they just got to deal with it the way it is. So uh, that's a, that's a good uh, place to wrap up our MLS for this week, but now we got to move on. Uh, to our rapid fire predictions for week three we're going to start keeping track so for all of you all right. watching we're going to start keeping track so don't you guys worry but so we know uh, who's actually just, good yeah so we know who actually knows who what, what we're talking about but you know with uh, <laughs> tyler not here this week and us being out of town this past weekend uh it's just better just to get into it get you know talk about what we need to talk about and then make sure we can get a nice track up for it when whenever right, i'm gonna back. show it I'll so let's get this right up and let's run through these and then we're, and then we're going to close it out after this talking about some the first round of the CONCACAF Champions League then we're going to move on to Europe. All right, let's go quick. Charlotte versus Atlanta. Um plus 120. That's plus very interesting. for Charlotte, plus 230 for the draw and plus 190 for Atlanta. I'm actually kind of surprised with this. I'm going with Atlanta and I like I like the money. That's a that's a good that's a good one because of the um but because of the odds but that's interesting odds I would I would have to say a draw here I don't think uh, the way Charlotte and Atlanta have been going I could totally see it being a zero zero or a one one mm. Charlotte can't win at home that's my thing that's they my can't thing. but the, you know they they yeah the last game though was was interesting they I don't know I that, that that's where I'm gonna stand I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with draw Atlanta is definitely I, I, a better also, team but. <laughs> also too for all the fans out there just betting on the mls is not advised it is so fucking hard I, to predict i don't bet on, i don't bet on soccer so if you are a better i literally will parlay anything but soccer i won't do it, <laughs> it is, i won't do it it is so hard to bet on soccer i will not do it. do it anyways because it's fun and we can yeah, talk shit about who's yes <laughs> all right vancouver Versus Dallas, Vancouver is not off to a strong start. They do have Champions League, uh, I believe tonight they play. We're recording on a Wednesday, um, but you, we're just they're about to play the bus. All that is FC Dallas. Vancouver is the home favorites at plus one thirty five. Dallas plus one eighty, with the draw being plus two thirty. I'm actually going to go with Dallas on this one. Um, I get MLS has big home field advantages, but Dallas is just too good. And I don't think Vancouver is going to be able to keep up. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that the way that Dallas is front three played is a fluke. It's going to be Dallas. All right. DC United versus Orlando city home team, DC United plus plus one twenty, Orlando plus plus one ninety five, with the draw being plus two thirty. Um, Orlando off to a very, very shaky start. They paid a lot of money. Everybody was overhyping them, saying that they're going to be MLS Cup contenders because of all the talent they brought in. But the first two weeks haven't looked good. We're going to get into Champions League. Didn't look good there. DC United, also not a good squad. I can see this being a draw. Like a I can see draw. it being a draw, but I think DC, I think they've been getting, you know, aside from their one win, I think they've been a little unlucky in their last game. Um, I don't think, has Orlando scored? They, yeah, I think so. Oh, they, yeah, like, they did. Yeah, they they sneak did. Yeah, in yeah. like some, some, but they like snuck that in. So I, I'm going to pick DC for this one. I think DC okay. can, can get it done at home. I think Wayne Rooney's going to get his team to show up. All right. This is a really good game. Um, I might go back and watch this after the Miami game. FC Cincinnati at Seattle. No, not at. 
FC Cincinnati versus the Seattle Sounders, home team being FC Cincinnati with the minus 105. That is very, um, very interesting. Seattle, Seattle plus 230 uh, with the draw being plus 260. Man, this is tough. Um, but I'm leaning. I like the money for Seattle. Seattle, I think, is back. We haven't really like spent a segment on that, but like Seattle is back and ready to go. They their squad's pretty much the champ. The squad that won the Champions League is pretty much entirely intact. Rui Diaz is still out, but they signed Herber from NYCFC, which was a solid uh, striker over there, and he's been playing super well for Seattle. Um, I I'm gonna go with them. I mean, Jordan Morris is like yeah. surprisingly a man on a mission. <laughs> I'm gonna agree yeah. with you. I'm going to pick Seattle, and I think that we definitely will be talking about them, and we'll have a segment about them being back and what happened to them last season if they continue to win. But don't be surprised in the tie, because Cincinnati is a really good team. They should be one of the top teams in the East. Their attack is very lethal. Um, And I see why they're the favorites, because they're a good home team as well. But Yeah, I see that. But they definitely had a rough uh, 0-0 game against Orlando. Orlando. So I could. I'm just surprised. I'm surprised by the odds. The odds really. Yes, the odds are very interesting. But yeah, um, I could see it happening. But I think we're both going to be Seattle on this one. (laughs) I'm thinking straight away teams, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. Right, right? this is a way, way, way. (laughs) All right, Toronto. (laughs) Toronto versus Columbus. Toronto plus one ten. Columbus plus two ten. With the draw being plus two forty. So Toronto to me has. They're a team to be like concerned about. Isigne still out. Bernadette outside of Bernadette, like, what is that team? Like that, and they they put a lot of money invested in that team. Yeah. Bernadette's been playing well. He had a class goal, honestly. Very like, good goal on the. On, I don't against think. Atlanta. I think with 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 Insigne out and with Bob Bradley as the coach, I they're not going to win the MLS Cup. I'm just. I'm sorry. I just. I just don't think they could do it. I, with I don't even Michael think they can Bradley make the playoffs. I mean, maybe they can. Maybe they can. They could. They have the individual talent to carry it through. Columbus, even though I said they were maybe a team that was going to struggle this year, I think they actually played decent against DC United, and uh, this would be tough. This was tough. It's ah oh, man. I'm gonna. Uh, go, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, go gonna go with the draw. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with Toronto. I think they're gonna squeak it out. Um, but this could go anywhere. Yeah. This is a tough one to predict, but I I think Columbus is going to – Columbus has so far played good. Even at 4-1 loss against Philly, they dominated that first half. Um, I'm going to go with the draw. I can, I can see this one being That's a draw. Fair. That's fair. All right. New York City versus Inter-Miami. New York City minus 140. Inter-Miami plus 320 with the draw being – Plus two seventy. These are pretty big odds in favor of a New York City team that I do not think is very good. Yeah, Granted, this not will be very the first good. game. Uh, this in is New inter- York. Yeah, and this is Miami's first game away as well of the season. So we have not seen Miami away. Uh, and Miami in in the head to head matchups, it is six zero one for New York. We've only won one time. Yeah, uh, against New and, York City, and it was at home. Yeah, um, and, and Miami still that we could have won that, that, that game away last season, but the uh, red card did not help. 
Yeah, and Miami is just not good on that. New York is really good at home because they're used to that tiny-ass pitch on a baseball yeah, field. Yeah, so that could be interesting. I think that has to do with the odds there. Um, but I'm going to go with the draw Miami, If you believe in Miami. I, I didn't believe in Miami last week, so I think I have to this week. I'm going to take Miami. All right, I'm going to go with the draw because I'm really worried about that small field, and Miami has yet to prove to me that they can be good away team. Yeah, we haven't um, seen it. It's definitely a big question mark. But. but I think they are the better team overall, um, which is why I think we're going to get out of there with the draw, which I think is a win in my book. I would agree. I would take a draw. All right. Philly versus Chicago. Uh, Philly minus 250. Chicago plus 500 with the draw being plus 360. Philly coming off of a pretty um, bad outing against the Salvadorian team in Champions League last night. Um, but they're coming back with their full squad um, against Chicago at home. Give me Philly. I don't think yeah, Chicago. I'll take Philly enough. at home all day. All right. Nashville versus CF Montreal. Nashville minus 120. CF Montreal plus 290 with the draw being plus 240. CF Montreal slide continues. They are last place in the East. What a fall from grace. Um, and yeah, Nashville, I believe, is still unbeaten at home after in their new stadium. Wow. I think I believe they're still unbeaten or at least have a very good, very, very good home record. Um, I'm not super high on Nashville, but they are a very good home team. And they, they are grindy, gritty, like squeeze games out type of team. And I'm going Nashville on this. I yeah Montreal I think you said it said it all Nashville are great at home and and Montreal are just on a terrible slide right now I don't see how they could win this game all right this one should be interesting so Minnesota United versus New York Red Bulls Minnesota plus 155 New York plus 160 with the draw being two plus 210 um both teams I I know Minnesota is still out with um a couple players and New York just hasn't been able, like they were a team that coming into the season, we thought were going to be pretty good. Um, high Eastern conference seeded team, but they have yet to really put it in the back of the net yet. Um, yeah, I see a pretty even affair. I'm going to go with a draw. I would, I was going to agree with you. I definitely could see it being like a one, one. If, if you ask Reynoso, is Reynoso still out for Minnesota? I know he's like, their star. <sighs> I could check, but I don't know for sure. I, I believe he is. I don't even know where Minnesota, Minnesota, when did they even play? Oh. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Whatever. Who knows? Let's go to we'll the, figure it out another time. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go to the next one. Kansas City versus LA Galaxy. This is, I actually think is going to be a pretty good game. Um, Kansas City plus 225, 125, LA plus 175, um, with the draw being plus 240. I'm actually going to go with Kansas City. Kansas City has looked not bad in the attacking sense and being able to create chances, but they cannot finish. Um, I did watch them play against that full Portland game, and they just couldn't. They had a lot of good opportunities. They just couldn't get it in. That Portland keeper had one hell of a game. Um, I didn't get to see too much of last week. Um, but Galaxy, like we were saying, like they scare me at, 
as long as Chicharito's gone, yeah. I don't really have faith in them to score. And I think um, uh, so. with Kansas City creating chances, I think uh, against a shaky LA Galaxy defense who didn't have the best game to open the season, I think that Kansas City will probably have more luck with finishing. So I would pick Kansas City as well. All right. Real Salt Lake versus Austin FC. Real Salt Lake plus 110. Austin FC plus 200. Uh, with the draw being plus 240. I'm, hmm. <sighs> you know, I, I don't, I'm going to go with Austin on this one. I think they need a get right game, even though they won last week. Um, I still feel like they, they're better than what they played these past two weeks and last night in the Champions League. And I think this is a time for them to like get things organized and get a win on the road against Real Salt Lake, which would be a big win for them. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, they've had an interesting start, and that uh, CONCACAF Champions League game was not good, regardless of what team they, they put out. Um, but I, they're better than what they've been doing, and you would expect them to get it together soon. I'd take them to win as well. All right. San Jose Earthquakes versus Colorado. Um, a San Jose minus 110, Colorado plus 250, with the draw being plus 260. Colorado still a young team. San Jose has been a scrappy team, I think, these past two games, and they ended up getting their first win at home last week. I'm going to go with San Jose for the win. Yeah, I, I don't like Colorado. I think they're uh, rather poor. They had a decent game against Kansas City. They could have definitely had a goal there. It was taken away for, uh, I believe, offside. Yeah. Um, Who's that? Seven? They have a 17-year-old kid that supposedly... Yeah, they have good they're talent. High, they're pretty they highly rated. Talent. Uh, they looked decent defensively, but at home, I would pick San Jose. All right. Portland versus St. Louis City. Um, Portland minus 110. St. Louis plus 250 with the draw being plus 260. I think St. Louis's run is going to come to an end when you get to Providence Park. Portland, yeah, I think, is just the, they're just the better team. I, I, I think Evander is going to be a really good player in this league. He had his first goal last week against yeah, LAFC. Port- Portland, yes. I They did lose 3-2 to, to LAFC, and the scoreline was probably a little kinder on them. But I think that they're a good team, especially at home. That's a very difficult place to play. It, and yeah. St. Louis are gonna are gonna have a tough one. Yeah, Portland is still missing Jimmy Chara too, which is their yeah yeah. Coach. And he's I, he's one of those sneaky like good guys that just really good uh, yeah. players that no one talks about. But he he's really good. And it but looks like Portland, that is the Sunday game. Is is that correct? Okay. The last game that we have, or do yep. we not? Last game of the week, LAFC. Versus New England. We talked about New England. Here's their first real test against a quality opponent. Interesting how it says Saturday. Stadium. If you guys are watching this, the game, I don't know why it says no, it's, it's on, on Saturday. Saturday. Does it no, not? It's oh, it's, oh, it's right underneath. Here. Okay. Yeah. All right. They underneath. confusing me with the fucking lines yeah, there. So here, okay. here's a Sunday yes. night. Little, little late uh, for us on the East Coast here. But hey, but, why not? Um, I'm actually. This is actually a pretty um, interesting game. I think I really uh, want to see how yeah. New England competes. Um, where I was talking very highly of them. Um, let's see how they do. They it yeah. is minus two thirty for LAFC, um, plus five hundred for New England with three forty for the draw. I think LAFC is going to win this game, 
Um, but I, agree. I would like to I see LAFC is going to win as well. But if new, this is where we're going to see if new England are going to be the real deal this season, or if they are just going to be middle of the road or at least compete. If you can compete at least. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. If they can compete, then we'll see, you know, well, that's, that's a good thing. I'm not, we both think they're going to lose, but it will, again, we'll see how the game is, you know? All right. So got one more thing on this side of the pond. Let's talk a little bit about CONCACAF Champions League. I could put up the uh, bracket actually real quick. So you can, I don't know if you got the chance to see it. Yeah, there's but... uh, there's still ga- first leg games happened last yesterday. First leg games going on today. So let's pull up the bracket. And I guess for now, let's just talk about teams that um, we think have the best chance yeah, we can talk about the first round. Um, so yeah, obviously the big disappointment was Austin F- Austin FC like getting absolutely embarrassed by yeah. the Haitian side and not even playing in their home stadium, not even playing in their home country, and was still able to beat an Austin team who didn't play their starters. But even so, they still should be better. Yeah, they, the performance they, they, that they put up really poor in that game. So it has yeah. to be said that I I don't see them getting past the, the first the the round and of sixteen after that. Look, I don't see. I'm not saying it's impossible because I can easily see an opportunity. Look, Austin's like market value of their team, the quality of their team, it is a lot better. You're gonna play at home in two weeks, or is it two weeks or next? One of the I think it's next week actually. You're gonna play at home. I'm not saying it's out of the possibility that they can go and win 4-0. Mm-hmm. I think that it, but you cannot let them score at home. The moment you let them score, it's game over. Like, so Austin has to go in there knowing that you got to win this game 4-0 to advance. I think it's possible given the disparity in the quality and the talent. But like, again, I mean, underdogs, you never want to count on underdog. I mean, they have these, this team has absolutely nothing to lose. This is like a platform for these players to really showcase who they are and who they can be um, against a quality opponent. But man, what what a what a terrible loss by Austin! But I, yeah, do you think do you think they can come back get a four? I don't win? think so. I don't think so. Even at home, I just I mean, yes, as we're talking about this, the team that they should handily beat, but that that was just a bad loss in a two in two leg competition you can't be putting yourself in that position and expecting to be favorites all right so but i, I want to think so adam has the haitian team to yes, advance i do but i, I want to ask Austin will advance. So I think come back. who is the mls team that has the the best chance of winning this thing now obviously the two best teams are la and philadelphia do you think either one of those is a legitimate favorite? Yeah, I think those I think those two teams are. I think if Orlando we, we can move on actually right here because this will actually like kind of line up with what I'm saying. I don't know if you got a chance to see the Orlando Tigres game. Um Orlando continues to just look bad, but somehow they managed to get out of that game. Um, yeah, it's a good, it's a good result. It's a good result. Pedro Gillespie, because even though if, I hate that guy. If I'm going to say that the Philadelphia result is a good result, you have to say the Orlando result is a good result. And that was I my, don't, I, I, I don't care my, what people say. That 
that Philly result was is it's was difficult. That's a difficult. Uh, it's difficult though. I, I I can see that, but I just think that when you when you have that first leg in a difficult away game in the middle of the season, um, and a really good, bad pitch, it's, it's good to be able to come home and just say, "All right, now it's up to us. Just just win it and get it over with." Yeah, um, I think if Orlando can do their work at home, if you can get rid of that powerhouse of a Tigres. Like, which is probably the best Mexican team in the Concacaf right now. Definitely, I if, think they're the. We, uh, if, if if we're talking non MLS teams, they're probably the other yeah, favorite. I they have the I think I, I sent you a link. Um, they have the highest market value, um, for their team in all of Concacaf. I think about seventy million dollars. Mm, yeah. In market value for their players, um, so. Even though Orlando Pedro Gillespie saved Orlando, like oh, Pedro Gillespie yeah. is like is the reason for them winning like the games that they have won so far. As yeah, much as I hate keeper. that guy, he's man, he's yeah, I don't, I don't like well. him either. But yes, he's he's been playing really well. So but, that's you know you have to so, say that's good for them. And if they can, then that's that's going to open it up for the MLS. You'd have to yeah, that, have them as a favorite. Yeah, that's really huge. Um, Pachuca, I think, is obviously going to be Matagua. Um, um, I don't yeah. think it's going to be close. Um, so you're going to have an Orlando Pachuca game. I don't think Orlando's going to make magic twice. I don't even know if they're really even going to beat Tigres. I even with Orlando coming home, yeah, I still even think with they're going to I, lose I agree. Game. I think I think Tigres are very good. I think um, I don't know. I just think the way they've been playing in the in the league, it's just been, it's just not been good enough. And I don't I don't see them. I mean, they yeah. could do it, but it's it's too difficult. This is a difficult it, it's, competition. It's possible. I think this left side of the bracket is going. I don't see Orlando or Austin really making. I would have said Austin if I thought they can. If Austin can put away this Haitian team, then you're they're most likely going to face Leon, which is also a good squad. But Seattle thrashed them last year. I don't know where Leon currently stands in this season and how well they're playing in the Clausura, but um. I don't know. It's not looking too good for the MLS on this side. Um, so my favorites, back to your original question, I think has to be coming out of the the right side. It's either Philly yeah. or LA. I think one of those two teams are going to be in the semifinals on this side of the bracket. Um, Vancouver. I don't even know if Vancouver can even be. I believe it's a Salvadorian team, Real España. Um, I don't even know if they if if they could beat them. Obviously, they should, and I I'm not saying that they won't. I think they will beat them, but like I wouldn't be terribly surprised if Vancouver loses that. And then you're going to go up against most likely an LAFC squad, which you're probably going to lose. Um, LAFC is facing Alaoense, my Costa Rican um uh family's rival team. Um, my family's Saprisa fans. Um. C- the Costa Rican league is probably the third best league in the region. Um, Alahuense, well, it is the third best league in the region. It's not a question. Um, Alahuense is probably the best non-Mexican team in here um, in this uh, tournament. So I don't think this is going to be easy for LAFC. I think Definitely this is going to be a, a grinded game. When, trying to win in Costa Rica is going to be very, very tough. Ask the U.S. men's national team that. <laughs> Um, that's going to be a tough game, but I do think at the end of the day, LAFC is just the better team. They're going to advance. So I see a LAFC versus Vancouver, Philly should advance. And then, uh, 
you have Olympia and um oh my gosh, what's what's the other team? I'm drawing a complete blank. Uh Atlas. Atlas, yes. Um what country are they? That's uh Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Wait. I'm I just never heard, I've yeah. never heard of them. Atlas, yeah. No, yeah, they're they're a historic team in Mexico. They've been around forever. I'm surprised. So that's actually that's actually going to be a good match. I do want to see the Liga MX standings as it stands right now. So Leon is yeah. seventh. Um, Atlas is fourteenth. They are not looking good at all. Um, Pachuca is fourth. So, and then Olympia comes from uh, where does it? I believe Olympia comes from man where do they come from i believe it comes from honduras yes they do honduras yeah so um i think philly like i just see a lafc philly um matchup atlas not having a good season olympia um and the salvadorian team are just not going to have the the quality that philly has so i think this this whole like bracket on the right side is going to be all mls teams Man, but I do say I, I really do think if Orlando can pull out a miracle and beat Tigres, I really think MLS has a really strong shot of winning it. And if Austin can somehow advance, <laughs> that, that that could be good. So that's kind of like my pick them for the next uh, next round. Um, who 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 do you have as a favorite? Uh I would say if if I had to put money on it from the left side, I think Tigres. From the right side, I'd have to say LA. Um, you think Philly can't beat them? They can, you know. If, if they, I think LA is a little better right now, I think they have uh, the depth to give it a go. Uh, they do have a tough. Uh, first round matchup against, like you said, a very decent uh, side in a in a good league in Costa Rica. Um, so I think that that's if they can get past that, then they have to be considered the overall favorites. But Tigres can definitely take that as well. So that would be my my prediction for this. I don't, uh, you know, and anything could happen in the Ch- Concacaf Champions League. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want to go on too the field. far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> so we'll see. keep we'll keep it at the first round there. I think we all pretty yeah. much. I think the yeah. only we'll have more to talk about soon. Yeah, I think the only question mark is that Orlando and um, Tigres matchup. Um, but other than that, I think everybody is going to advance. Who we think is going to? Um, well, also, um, Adam doesn't think Austin's going to advance, but <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Let's go across the pond and end it off um, on that side. So Arsenal, man, pulls off a miracle. Scores oh, man, oh, man. two goals in the winding minutes to then win the game over AC Burnamouth. Burnamouth. I can never say that. Burnmouth. 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 But after down 2-0, and man, Ramsdale... Even though you guys let two goals in that game, Ramsdale had some great saves. She's so like, good. Were, I mean, this there, is... there was some. Did you, you that that one where Burnmouth had that 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 like uh, two on one opportunity where he crossed it over to I don't know the players on Burnmouth, but I, I was I watched the the game. 
when he crossed it over and then Ramsdale was able to jump all the way across and get that save on that one-on-one was just incredible. I thought, wow, man, that, Oh, it's I mean that it that was just one of the it's one of the saves of the season, especially if they go on to win it at this point. I mean, this is getting insane. You know, like you guys know I'm an Arsenal fan, but this is ridiculous, man. Like like it just seems like you know, when it looks its bleakest, it's still we come away with three points. And um you'd have to think now uh, with with it already, you know, we're in March now. This is serious. This is this is not a joke anymore. This is this is an Arsenal team that not only can win the league, they believe they can win the league and their fans are starting to believe it. I don't I still don't know if I can believe it. Um <laughs> but I mean that is just I mean you just have to admit. I mean scoring in the last seconds of the game and having, you know, the the seeing the release and the celebrations. This is this is a different different year and it's it's really special so we got to keep an eye on that but another escape from arsenal uh getting the much needed three points against a team that is in a relegation fight yeah also too like i thought thomas Partey played really well he played super good um he had a goal and then doesn't show up on the score sheet but in that second goal he was being like held on to and was able to maintain possession of the ball, pass it out wide, which then led to the cross into for the first goal. There's a reason, which, even uh, with Jorginho and the way he's been playing, that Partey, when he comes back from injury, goes right back into this team. I mean, he has been class for us, and he is definitely one of the reasons why we're top. Without Thomas Partey, you don't have Arsenal five points clear of City right now. Yeah, that's right. He passed it off to Nelson, which then he crossed it in um, for the goal. Um, yeah, uh, I thought Partey, he, he played really good. There was a lot of times in that game where he just was able to break the line with his passes that just kind of really opened things up. I felt like Martinelli, he couldn't really like get on like, I just feel like he ended up losing the ball a lot in that game. Yeah, he's, uh, he has those moments. Um, he's still, like he had good opportunities, but I felt like yeah. he just like kind of like squandered him. Like he wasn't able to really like yeah. capitalize, you know, he's still one of the youngsters. So I'm not too worried about that. I think as a team, the support's still good. And, um, you know, regardless, we're going to be in the champions league next year. I think that can definitely be said with certainty. Um, and we're still oh, in the Europa you? league. Then <laughs> <laughs> we got a Europa league game tomorrow too. So that's, that's interesting. We return. What round is the Europa league? Uh, sixteen. Because 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 you remember the Bayern or not Bayern Barcelona and um Manchester United Manchester United that was like a knockout but I think some teams get a buy um so I yeah oh, no, it's, it's the round all, of all six, it's the round of sixteen it's the round of sixteen yeah like That's one confirmed it it is the round of sixteen so. Uh, yeah, because all that, those that game, all the like what games are going to be tomorrow? Yeah, because that Man U Barca game wasn't a sixteen; it was uh, it was the round before yeah, that. So now we're getting one. into that too. So, so that's definitely something that's that's can be said. But speaking of Europa League, another English team in Europa League are Manchester United, and boy, oh boy, was it a bad weekend to be a Manchester United fan? They suffered their worst loss in Premier League history. 
Yeah, I didn't. It was stutter. embarrassing. Their worst loss in Premier League history, and it was to their bitterest rivals, Liverpool. I mean, it just cannot get worse than that. Who isn't having that. a good season? Yes, that. I mean, we have Manchester United who are on a high. They're beating Barcelona. Uh, they're beating. You know, they're dispatching teams in the league. They beat City. One they won the Carabao Cup and we have a Liverpool who are struggling and, you know, yes, they had a good signing in Gakpo and that's helped them a lot, but they, they're still not the same Liverpool that of the past three years. And they come out and do this at, even at Anfield. I mean, what, wow, that was just incredible. What, what did you think? Do you think this changes how we need to feel about each team? Is this, is this going to change the season or do you think United are still in the title race? I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to catch up. I think Arsenal is just not going to let go. That's that's why I don't think they're going to catch up. I think people tend to overreact a little bit. Like, I mean, I get it was a terrible loss, but like everything leading up to that has been good. You have one massive hiccup, but it all depends how you come out. I believe they play tomorrow, the Europa League. They do. It's all tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, they play tomorrow. So we'll see how they, yeah, I they think, are the better team. I think team they'll be Real fine Francis. tomorrow. Yes, I think they'll be fine tomorrow. I do think that this loss was big enough to uh, knock them out of the title hunt. I think that they cannot, even if even if they, if Arsenal and City did give them some more points to come catch up, I think that this completely breaks them. Um, no, I yes, didn't think they were going to get it anyways. I didn't. I don't. They're... I didn't think they were going to get it anyways. But if you had any any hope that they could. It's, it has to be gone at this point. I mean that this, I mean that loss mentally has to take them out of it and go. Okay, we're just we just got to get top four at this point. So yeah, you you stay in top four and so then you I focus think on Europa. I mean this I, does it change things? I think it does. I, I think it's an overreaction to say it completely changes things, but I think it does change things and it could really uh, be an interesting you know, last few weeks of the season. I mean, we I guess because of my be, mind, even more interesting. I guess because in my mind, I didn't think they're really going to go for a title run as it was. And I also think that they're still going to remain in the top four. I don't think they're going to lose that positioning. Um, I think it's just it was a massive hiccup and it was a big fuck up. But like everything else leading up to that has been good. I think as long as you can, you know, you win, you win, you win tomorrow, you win your prem game next this weekend against Southampton. So I, I think you, you can kind of like, kind of like, you know, put your feet on the brakes for a second. Like it's not, it's not that bad. Um, but man, Sala put that man on skates. The oh memes my God. Yeah. That came after that. Was oh. I they saw mean, one, they did the doctor strange, like the little, like portal uh, thing, <laughs> like snow. And they had them go. I mean, the- my favorite, if uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, it like made top of Reddit. It was a side by side view. So on the top you have the goals, and on the bottom you have Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville sitting next to each other, and it's just the reaction is so funny. I mean, it, uh, if Julian, if you haven't seen it, I will definitely send it to you after this. Yeah, send but, it to me. And uh, it was so funny. It was just after any and and Jamie Carragher made took a selfie during that, of like him and and Gary, like when it was like five nothing, <laughs> and the Gary Neville's face is now Jamie Carragher's picture on Twitter. So definitely check that out after the video, 
after you watch this podcast. It's very, very funny. Um, but uh, yeah, so, right. I, that, so that leaves us with uh, the Big Daddy competition that we promised you all that we would talk about this week. And uh, we made sure to delay our recording just enough so that we could talk about all the matches that happened mm-hmm. yesterday Champion and today. League. So the Champions League. Wow, we had some first legs finally finish up. Do you want to pull up some of those scores? And maybe we'll talk about about uh, the score. Yeah, the big, the big. The, we'll talk about uh, what's important to talk about today, and then you know, there's a the there's first. A, you know, the first legs happened for. Um, uh, the past, uh, the other games, but we can definitely still talk about um, what we think. So, Benefica obviously absolutely decimated Club Brew. Yeah, they were definitely leading be to the, than, than yeah, Club which ended Brugge. up leading to the firing of the uh, Scott Parker. Yeah, so. I I can understand that it was you don't even I mean Hired when you're twice Club in Brugge, one year. I think as Club Brew, you have to be disappointed. Even though, you know, like if you get drawn against like a Bayern or a City, then you oh, can yeah. understand that. But I mean, a 7-1 a you're supposed to, be to competitive a Benfica, yes, that's that's just not a good sign. So, you know, at, at first, wrong. I think Benfica, I think Benfica is the better team as a whole. Oh, absolutely. Won the game. Absolutely. But like, yeah, you should have been more competitive. It's, yeah. So and, you can understand why they made that decision. And Brugge, um, man, shout out to them. They made kind of a run, like to even make it this far. Obviously, you want yeah. to go farther, but like they're the kind of team not, that in my uh, football manager, I play in uh, Europa League, where you see them in Conference League. So, I agree. You have to give them a shout out, but to make it out of the to make it out of the group stage. I mean, know. what was their group again? They had a, from what I remember, like they weren't favorites to even make it out of that group. Yeah, they. I, there's no way they were. The groups, ah, very nice. You can even show us. Yeah, yeah Atletico, you have the last place. Atletico <laughs> and Leverkusen. I mean, even Leverkusen, you could argue, is better. Than, so, yeah, that that's you give them credit for that. But, I mean, we saw that one coming. And, uh, you know, maybe the score line we didn't. But not an unexpected result. So let's but, take a and look. Then we Another had, one that actually did shock me was Chelsea. Chelsea versus Dortmund, so that shocked they, you, right? They looked good. Hey, yeah, they looked good for for five minutes. The two U.S. players got to play. Christian Pulisic with his return, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Gio Reyna getting uh, subbed in in like what the last ten minutes or something like. Same thing with Pulisic. Yeah, um, so they, they I didn't did think Chelsea get a little out, lucky. Man. They did get a little lucky with one of the penalties. You know, it, it was a penalty, but I don't know if you saw it was uh, had to be retaken after Kai Havertz hit the bar and missed. Um, so it, it definitely was surprising, but I think that just goes to show you how the Premier League is this season. You have the Chelsea that aren't performing very well, but the Premier League as a whole is having, you know, in terms of quality, like we've, it's been up there for the past few years, but I think this year, this just proves how quality the entire Premier League is this year from top to bottom. It is, it is absolute quality. And you're seeing that. I mean, I think that's the only way to, to put it because they looked good against uh, Dortmund. Yes, Dortmund were they were sitting back at the end of the game and they were just trying to defend and hold on to that two-one uh, aggregate lead. But uh, I think that just shows how strong the league is this year. What do you think? Do you think it was uh, Chelsea just having a off good performance, or do you think that the Premier League is the favorite league? I mean, we got to see. I mean, uh, to me, look. 
you you were you still lost that first leg. Um, yeah, yeah you the, came back. But and that's won one that. of the, that's arguably one of the most difficult places to play in. Um, all yeah, of, but you uh, also have like five terms their salary. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, <laughs> I think I I still got to see from Chelsea. Like you said, Dortmund is not like the the strongest team in the world. Like they're they're a solid team. Um, I want to see who how Chelsea plays against as they keep on going down the bracket. Yeah, like, we'll see when they get start, drawn up when against. You, we got to see. Start, you play like a Bayern. Serious. Bayern Bayern's going to thrash them. Like, I agree. I like, agree. Bayern are just and, yeah, and, and we can talk about that game today. Yes, I, I think we should. I think we I should talk it. about that next. That's kind of the big game that we should talk about, and then yeah. we can briefly. Yeah, the well, last, actually, the you last... know what? Let's first briefly before we do that, uh, because that is kind of the big game. We'll end yeah. on that. Let's just really quickly talk about Tottenham Milan. The snooze um, fest. It was a snooze fest of a game. Tottenham did get the a red card there. Um, and they're out of the Champions League. The last like extra Boo-hoo, time was Tottenham actually kind of the most cry down here part. in the mentions. <laughs> so if you're a Tottenham fan, go cry here. I'll talk shit all day, every day. <laughs> Believe me, I will. I will. I will. If you want to, it's just it's 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 all banter. It's fun. Let's do it. Terry on Reed <laughs> on the broadcast was saying that he uh, Harry Kane needs to leave. <laughs> I mean, but. If you're Harry Kane, where where do you go from here? I don't know. Where do you go? I mean, you can't bring Tottenham any higher than he's already brought them. He's getting to the and end of his career in all series. The fans were booing. They were going hard. <laughs> um, Whatever. Let them No, boo. yeah, that game was a snooze. It actually got like I'm surprised exciting. they're booing. They're used to failure like this. <laughs> I guess that's why. But um, no, they actually... Um, the game got actually kind of picked up right towards the end, like an extra time. Like Tottenham yeah, almost started, scored. It started, like, yeah, last second. it started a little off. And then, and then, and then, um, right after that, that chance that was a a, a, a crazy chance. Um, Inter ends up taking it all the way back down. Not Inter, AC ends up taking it all the way back down. It almost scores, and they hit it right off the post. Yeah, like, I did see that, yeah. And they were like, "Oh my god, this game has been a complete snooze fest." And then, like, within, up until like, now, but it's like all, all of a sudden, yeah. So I think uh, I, I, it could have definitely. I mean, I don't think Milan are amazing, but I think they were the better. I think they're better than Tottenham. They definitely you snuck a, out. Um, a Giroud fanboy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was, he was a great servant to the club. I can't be annoyed. You can't, you can't hate Ollie. Can't hate him as an Arsenal yeah. fan. And if you do, you're so, not a real Arsenal fan. So now so I got to end it off. Advances, Chelsea yep. advances, Milan, Milan advances. Now it's now, like a big game. A big probably, game. Probably the last time you see Lionel Messi in a Champions League game, the UEFA Champions League game, that is. Um, I would hope so. And only because uh, we're Miami fans, and that's a that's definitely a rumor. But uh, if if he oh, does, he's going go to take us to Concacaf Champions League, yeah, the real Champions gonna, League. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, I think this is it for him. Um, they just PSG again. It's a it's another year of failure. Do you do you think that they will ever win the Champions League with Mbappe? No. no. And Mbappe's not going to win one until they leave. It's just honestly, I was I, I was watching the game today. The Mbappe was non-existent. He was 
non-existent. He was literally, I, I barely saw him touch the ball. He did absolutely nothing. Um, to me, the standout players of the game, Sergio Ramos, I thought had a really, really good game. Um, Hakimi uh, looked really Hakimi good on the, great. looked really good. Oh man, that battle between Hakimi and Davies. Oh man, that, that was so good. That great. was like the best, that was the best week fullback battle I've seen in a very long time. Like they were going yeah, back and forth at each other. Two, two of the best in the game. Um, like going back and forth at each other looks really, really good. Two attacking uh, wing back fullbacks. Um, but you have to say, but, I mean, the defense for Bayern was also really good. Delict, arguably the man of the match. I no, mean, yeah, Bayern, the, the Bayern defense was solid. But like, I and mean, they're, they're, hey, this and, is, this and, is and Mbappe, scary. Like, the scariest part is this: is Bayern's two center backs are young. Like young, they're both under twenty-five years old. It's scary, very scary. I mean, these Upamakano and Delict are are is one of the best pairings in Europe. Yeah, and then I mean, and then their attack. I mean, Musiala, Sane, and now Sadio Mane. Great, Sadio Mane. Musiala, Musiala play, had a really good game, I thought today. Thomas Muller is still Thomas Muller. Yeah. And then you got um, players like Sané on the yeah, bench. Yeah, he, he was uh, Thomas Muller was a big part of the reason why they got that second goal. Yeah, uh, he was able to pick the ball away, he's, pass it off, and then he's, he's class toward the easy net. Um, Donnarumma still yeah. looks like he has male powder baldness. He's forty five at twenty two years old. Apparently, <laughs> and credit. Um, and I know we, I think we talked about this last week, but we got to. I, I got to give credit again to Jan Sommer. I mean, he has been doing a pretty good job in those big shoes filled by Manuel Neuer. I mean, he's solid. He's solid for them. So you ha- you can't be annoyed at his performance. You know, it's difficult. Yes, he has a lot of experience internationally and in the Bundesliga. But, you know, this is Champions League game against PSG. And he's making Donnarumma look like shit compared to him he's like if you didn't know anything about soccer and you're just watching two goalies and you asked okay which one's worth the hundred million uh you you wouldn't say donnarumma donnarumma is i look i have a personal vendetta against them because the fact they picked him over my boy kaylor navas but even still like how can you objectively look at that keeper and be like yeah he's like he has never stood out to me i don't understand the hype he allows goals left and right in probably the worst league in the top five leagues, like fifth place league. Yeah, um, especially now, yeah. And he he just he he doesn't look good. I don't understand. I thought his angles are just they play really bad in his angles. Um, but yeah, I, the, they were just getting PSG was just getting beat in the midfield. Um, it seemed like the only way they were able to really make any like progression was through those those wings with the Kimi. Yeah. Um, and and Bayern's like depth is just so much uh, better. Being able to sub on Sane, Mane, Cancelo, and Gnabry, which are people who could start for a lot of teams in Europe, especially yeah. in the Champions League, and you're subbing what those you guys think? in, it's it's wild. I wish I wish Tyler was here, but I'm like, yeah, I know. I think gonna, they're trying. I think I think they're trying to ease him in. I think they're trying to ease Mane in. Um, but I mean, do you see him starting? For the the future, or do you think they're going to hold off on them a couple more weeks? You know, if they they could they could handle with Mueller playing Cam, I I don't see a problem with their their lineup. Um, they could 
if it's working, then they can do that. They can always make some subs and they can always, you know, rest and change midweek. I think that they need to use the depth. Depth is very important, especially in this period. Like we were saying, it's just so many games going on right now. You got Champions League. You got all these cup competitions. You got your uh, your league games. League. There's a lot going on, so you need to have your depth. You need to have players healthy. So I don't see an issue. I think they. I don't think Bayern you're in a you're in a tight all. you're in a tight league race too in the boot. Yeah, I don't think league. I don't think you'd be worrying if you're. I mean, yes, you have to perform, but I don't think you have to worry if you're Bayern. I think you're confident in the players you have on the bench. So if someone's not having mm-hmm. the best game, you can make that change early. Yeah, and man, I, I tell you, like one thing, like I said, from the PSG side, really like Ramos to me, I just thought really balled out. Like I thought he played really well. He intercepted yeah. a lot of passes. He um, was. Uh, they he put, was, even put him at said it. He yeah. missed. Uh, he he almost had two. He had two. Honestly, two clear shots at, on a header. And man, he is like a. He's always been to like a, a great set piece guy. Even though he's not like super tall, he just knows how to like really separate himself and get and up. And he's very experienced. Yeah. He knows what he needs to do. He knows where he needs to be. Um, yeah, he so it just couldn't get quality, it in the back of the net. He almost yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> almost did. But um, yeah, I think the big story that's going to come out of this is the fact that Mbappe was literally non-existent. I barely saw that man like on the field. Like you, you would almost forget that he wasn't. You would almost think he wasn't playing. He had the worst um, flop mob match rating of anybody on that team. He had a yeah. five point six, and he was um, left on the whole time. And Messi, I don't think. Messi, yeah, I don't he played better played than him. He had a well. seven point oh. You know, he wasn't the problem. I, Messi, Messi played better. Back. No, yeah, he Messi played definitely played Papa. better than him. Uh, I you, Messi had the ball and he he um, was able to create some good passes. But Messi still, I mean, he's he's still not Messi. Like, I mean, he like he wasn't able to really create chances, really break the line like like he's normally doing. He, he honestly, man, you see him. He just he's walking a lot. Like. I just feel like he's just walking a lot, a lot. And like, I really think I don't see him coming back to PSG. I really I think there is a serious this. shot. He's coming. He doesn't yeah. care about winning the league Ooh, title. Like, like who can just practice? They, for he's, well, what? He, he's already won it. So who does he care winning it again? What? I don't even know what the French cup domestic cup is, but like, does he really care about winning that? This team isn't good enough to win Champions League. It just isn't. You can't buy Champion League trophies. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's enough talent on that field to to win it for them. I mean, Byron's a good side. They're, Byron's probably, I don't know what the odds are looking like, but they might be the favorites to win it all um, with the depth that That's they fair. have That's and fair. the quality that they're playing and they're I'm and agreeing. they're healthy. I think Byron yeah. and uh, Byron and City. Real. Or Real, yeah, with their five-two lead over Liverpool, which and Real, man, Real we'll talk knows about how next to, week. Yeah, Real knows how to just win Champions League games. They do. You know, so you got to consider consider them a contender. Um, but we have more matches next week. But it was definitely but, a good uh, round of six, a good, a pretty good round of sixteen. Uh, you know, two legs overall uh, for the yeah. for the first half of the round of sixteen. So I think uh, it'll be interesting coming up. We'll have a lot more to yeah. talk about. And uh, so tune in next week to hear the next round of CONCACAF Champions League, UEFA's Champions League, week three of the MLS, the following weeks of all the top five leagues in the world. Be sure to 
follow and like us on all platforms that you can google podcast spotify youtube facebook instagram Twitter. you know where to find us um but yeah i hope that we get to see some good games this week and uh yeah any last words adam i think you summed it up perfectly we're gonna have some a lot to talk about next week we always have a lot to talk about but yeah hopefully we can get tyler back as well so yeah hopefully we'll have tyler back as well and like i said earlier we're gonna we're gonna start tracking those rapid fire game predictions so we'll keep a little tally of who's in first who's in second and who is in last so stay (laughs) tuned for that too because that's always a lot of fun All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Real Fans FC. Peace out.